The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's so easy to be average. You know it as well as I know it. It takes a little something to be special, Don. It takes a little something special to be a great player. We don't have enough great players. To hell with that! We don't want to coach average. I don't want to be around you. Why be around average? Be proud of our young people in the classroom, in the community, and most especially in 310 days in Ann Arbor, Michigan, on the football field. Three things. Number one, the team that hits the hardest and the longest, the team that starts the fastest, and the team is too damn smart to make mistakes. If you take it to them, if you don't make mistakes, and you keep taking it to them, hell, there's no question who wins. Buckeye Podcast, by fans, for the fans, where they hate that team up north as much as you do. It's time for the OHIO Podcast. OH! Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Buckeye Boggs, and that man over there is the wild man himself, Chris Wilds. Chris, we are 27 days away from the spring game. I'm getting more and more excited. I know you're getting more excited, and I know all of you out there are getting more excited, and we are so thankful to have all of you with us tonight in what is going to be, I think, probably our biggest live show yet. We have got the man himself, the super fan of all super fans for Ohio State, Mr. John Paul Peters, a.k.a. Big Nut. He is with us tonight. As our special guest, we are looking forward to that. First in the house is Brad Olberding. Welcome in. Welcome back, Brad. Nice to see you. I'm guessing this has got to be Matt Butcher. Hey, fellas, how are we? That's got to be Matt being fellas, right? I mean, right. <laughs> uh, doing good, Matt. Been enjoying your videos from Australia. I love how you got them little ones washing your car and, and watering your plants for you, by the way, buddy. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, but before we get into any of our topics, Chris, let's talk a little bit about our big uh, tailgate party we're going to have down at the shoe. Throw a picture up here for everybody from last year's tailgate party. We're going to have cornhole. We're going to have some gifts and some prizes. We're going to have some food before and after the game. We're going to do a live show from uh, the tailgate following the spring game. And we want to see as many of you who are going to the spring game as possible. Join us again this year. As you can see, we're down there right next to the shoe. Northwest corner is where we'll try to set up once again for everybody. Um, and we want to invite all of you, our listeners, 
and watchers on the YouTubes and Facebooks to come out and be with us uh, there at the Horseshoe for the spring game. We're really looking forward to it. Chris, you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, man, it's just it's such a great time, Eric. Uh, you know, last year was our first one, and, uh, you, you know, our buddy Mike Wargo stopped by. Always a good time when Mike's in the house. Yes. Uh, just just all the, the different people to stop by. It was so great to see everybody. And, yeah, I mean, we've got some some great prizes we're going to give away. Of course, some of our merchandise, uh, you know, and um, the Ohio State store has agreed to donate a uh, Ohio State jersey for us to give away. Ooh. Nice. So, yeah, that's going to be a big thing. And uh, we'll have some other give, great giveaway prizes there. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to a great time. Lots of fun. Hopefully we can get a huge crowd out there, you know, even bigger than we did last year. You know, we're giving giving tickets away on the shows. So that's always a, a nice catch there as well. So, uh, you know, maybe you're one of the lucky people who can come for free. Do there it on you, us. Do it on our time. Go. go to the game. Eat your meal and enjoy some entertainment because we are, Eric, if nothing else, entertaining. There, there you go. Good evening, men, says Larry Daniels. Welcome back. Welcome in, Larry. Good to have you tonight. Really looking forward to tonight's show, everybody. So let's just dive right into it, shall we, Chris? Oh, before I do that, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank all of you who might be um, new to the show. We yeah. have had a huge uptake on YouTube this week. We had a video. I don't know what going viral, how many, what constitutes that, but we had a video that received more hits, views, whatever you want to call it, than any that we've had in the past this past week. And we have went from 93 subscribers to 122 in the last 48 hours. And so that's really big. And that video has over 1,800 views. And so if you're new and you're watching this tonight, I see the number right now of people who are watching live. It is more than we've ever had before. That's awesome. So if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, feel free to chat away. Uh, we want you to be feel a part of this show. This is your show. Uh, we are fans. Chris and I are big fans just like you. And so this is by fans for the fans. And so we want you to participate tonight as well. And we got the biggest fan of all coming, Eric. I yeah, mean, the big nut himself. That's right. Yeah. So that, I guess you could say that's the theme for – for tonight's show is is the fandom of the Buckeyes. All right, here we go. Chris, I saw you, re, I guess Ryan wrote a article on Scarlet and Game this yes. week that really was a hot button for a lot of people, including you, Mr. Wilds. And so I've got to ask you, I'm just going to like turn it over to you here in a second, but is Quinn Ewers literally Tate Martell 2.0, buddy? Well, before I jump into that, let's look at it a little bit. So we got Quinn Ewers. Of course, everyone knows he came to Ohio State. Uh, he came up a year early to get it, get a little bit of a cash grab because in Texas he couldn't do it. So, uh, you know, Ewers comes up. And, and I've said this, though, from day one with when Arch Manning committed. Quinn Ewers now has one year to be the quarterback of Texas if he beats out Manning this season. Uh, you know, Ewers was okay last season, didn't have a tremendous campaign, but if he doesn't establish himself this year as a first-round pick, he's done next year, Eric. He's not going to be the starting quarterback at Texas next year, and anybody who thinks he is is just flat wrong. The fact is, if you got to choose between Ewers and, and Arch Manning, who's sitting on the bench at the moment, uh, you know, you're going to take that Manning name next year. The, the the alumni of Texas, uh, the supporters of Texas, they are not going to let Manning walk out the door. So Ewers has this year to get the job done if he even wins the starting job. That being said, you know, I think Ewers shot himself in the foot. Had he stayed in Columbus, learned under day, studied and sat behind Stroud, this was going to be a three-horse race in Columbus had he done that. And he would then have two years to get himself in the position to be a top-tier draft pick. You know, and you have the benefit of the best wide receiver room in the country. He's down at Texas now, and and they've got some okay receivers. they got some talent down there. Uh, but, you know, Ewers made the mistake of being short-sighted. He declared early for a cash grab. And then he left for Texas for a bigger cash grab. And now he's in a battle for a job that 
you know, if he doesn't win, let's face it, I think he moves on. So yeah, I think it's very likely we're gonna we're gonna tater tot two point here, Eric. <laughs> I, I don't see how we're not because I don't see him being a first round draft pick after this season. And you know what? I'm gonna make a, a a statement here, Eric. I know it's not gonna be a real popular with a lot of uh, a lot of people, and I specifically not with a lot of guys who may have worn the uniform, but. I truly believe the NIL may have ruined this kid's career. Mm. You think about it. If there's no NIL, he doesn't reclassify to come early to Columbus. He likely would be sitting behind CJ Stroud last year when he did come to Columbus and learning and developing. He doesn't transfer before getting the opportunity to establish himself. NIL, in essence, encouraged an immature kid to make a series of questionable decisions, and it's liable to cost him millions of dollars in the long run. So, yeah, I, I, I really feel like Quinn Ewers and NIL was a bad combination, and it's going to turn him into, like you said, the tater tot 2.0. Brad Oberding says Ewers had a decent first year. I think he'll be lights out in 24 with a good year in 23. Brad, let me share let me share the numbers with you for this past yeah. year. Actually, I, I have them, Chris. So I did me, as well. Uh, 172 completions on 296 attempts for 2,177 yards, 15 touchdowns, and six interceptions. Now, granted, less than 60% completion rating, Eric. I mean, that's not great. No, it's it's not. You're right. Uh, it it's not great. But there was one there was one particular thing that was on his team or one aspect of his team yes. that is not going to be there next year. And that's the running game with Bijan Robinson. You could, he did, he did not have to win football games for them last Correct. year. Bijan Robinson was, was the best in uh, running back in college football last year. He'll be the first running back off the board in the NFL draft. Let's face it. So the fact that this year, they might probably be more of a pass first offense could help him numbers wise. Now, if he goes out there and he ends up throwing two, you know, a pick for every two touchdowns and his numbers aren't that great. You're right, Chris, those, those longhorn faithful are going to be calling for Manning. Now let me ask this question. Yes. When we compare Ewers to Tate Martell, they were very highly touted high school quarterbacks. Correct. Ewers reclassified early, meaning last year was technically, in all reality, his freshman season, his freshman year of college. Yeah. He spent his senior year of high school as a freshman at Ohio State learning under Ryan Day, which we all thought was very valuable for him. We've seen this now twice now because we also have uh, a player this year in Sonny Styles, who is a sophomore who really should be a freshman. He reclassified as well. What did he do last year? He got in a little bit, a normal freshman, right, who would be you know, a highly touted, highly recruited freshman. Yeah. But the quarterback position is very, very different. It is. So is Quinn Ewers, and I look at Tate Martell, are they both kind of basically prima donnas a little bit? You know, they've got... You have to ask? They're, they're, they're all world, number one. Everybody's patting them on the back. Five stars, this, that. And the college game is so different than high school. Yes. I mean, you you really got to take. I mean, look at look at how we talk about offensive linemen developing. Right. When I think about Tate Martell, he was immature. Do you feel that Quinn Ewers was immature, Chris? Is that Absolutely. part of the problem here? That's and a why, part of the problem. Why is that? Why do you feel that way? Because he didn't take the time to think out the process. Um, you you know, there's two big differences, and, and yes. When you look at, at Sonny Styles versus uh, Quinn Ewers, Sonny Styles came in 
physically ready to play the college game. Uh, yeah, he's going to be bigger and stronger as he gets, you know, gets more experience. But he was a, a physical position and he had a natural instinct about him that just, I think, put him in a position to come in and play as a freshman. The quarterback position is not meant to be played by freshmen. An example, though, that, that could do that is you look at Arch Manning, and here's a kid that's got a lot of the same stuff that I'm talking about with Sonny Styles. Physically, I mean, he could he could use getting bigger and stronger, but he's a pretty good-sized kid, and he's got a natural instinct about him that I think just comes with that Manning name. Um, I really feel like this competition is one to watch across the country as I think it's going to have a ripple effect. I don't know that Manning or Ewers, either one, is going to be willing to sit down. Um, Manning may be more likely to, being a freshman. But, you know, this is a kid who's the highest, you know, one of, one of the highest recruited quarterbacks in the country. And I just, I don't know. I don't know that he's got it in him to want to sit and wait, knowing what he's got ahead of him. And Ewers, I think, knows he can't wait because if he steps back at all, if he even, I think, I look at Ewers right now and, and it makes me think of Cardell Jones in 2015. Mm. Constantly looking over his shoulder. Now, granted, JT Barrett and, and Arch Manning are nowhere near the same guy. But he's going to be looking over his shoulder the entire season. And I think if he does not come out and just stamp his name on that starting job right out of the gate, and he has to be, in, you know, really, really dominant in doing so, I, I just, I can't see Ewers finishing up his college career at Texas. I just can't. So you think he jumps again? Absolutely. I think he's definitely going to jump again. Larry Daniel says, so if he really didn't want to be here at Ohio State, aren't we better off without yours? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that at all. At some point, is he a bit flaky or are, or are there just some players that jump around a lot? Yeah. I, 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 I think, think it's a little so. bit of both. As Ohio State fans, um, would you like to see yours still on this roster? Are we are we playing a little bit sour grapes? You know, I I don't know. Just because it I all depends he, on what he does this year, right? Well, I did. I saw what he did at Texas last year, and you know, those were very pedestrian numbers for a guy who really wasn't asked to go out there and win ball games and make big plays. Uh, you, you know, you'd think at least if nothing else that the completion percentage would have been higher. Because he wasn't asked to go out there and, you know, stretch the field on every play. Uh, he wasn't asked to, out there to go out there and, and win games with big, huge plays with, with his arm. He was basically asked to control the game, get first downs, and hand the ball to, to Robinson without dropping it. Uh, you know, that's... Yeah, so you look at, look at Tate Martell, though. Let's take this back to the Tate Martell comparison. Okay. Tate Martell's best game. I was at that game. He got got in in the second half against Tulane. Tulane. I think it was Tulane. Yeah. And he he didn't he didn't have an incomplete pass. He yeah. looked amazing. And from that moment on, his career was non-existent. Uh, he never really got in again for Ohio State. You could tell he was. And then it went from Urban to Ryan Day. Right. Yeah. Ryan Day was running a completely different offense than what Urban Meyer ran. And 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 he saw the writing on the wall because just they went out and got Justin Fields, and he was not prepared for that. And I kind of felt sorry for him a little bit. I mean, it, 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 that happens during coaching coaching changes. He goes to Miami, Florida, and falls completely on his face. He goes back home to Vegas, play for UNLV, falls completely on his face. He never in his college career ever, ever did anything outside of that second half uh, against Tulane, ever. Ewers has. Ewers played that whole season. He had Alabama on the ropes until he got hurt. He did. But but here's the thing, Eric, that I look at. 
you look at Tate Martell and I think you have an immature, you know, and I believe Larry Daniel said flaky mm-hmm. was the term, an immature and flaky kid. And he, he lost his confidence. I think that's a big part of what happened to yours after he was, you know, basically displaced. He, he was broken mentally. You know, I think the psycho- psychological part of the game got away from him, and I think he was broken. He didn't have the confidence. You're talking about Tate Martell. Tate Martell. Okay. I look at Ewers, and if he doesn't win this quarterback competition this, this spring, Eric, I could see the same thing happening to Ewers. Um, I don't know if it will happen to that extreme, because like you said, he does have a somewhat solid season behind him. Um, so he knows he can play at the college level, but y- you know, again, I-, I see an immature and flaky kid who, you know, if-, if he loses this job to an incoming freshman, no matter what the kid's name is, I, I can see it breaking his confidence. I mean, yeah, that can have that can be true of anybody. Facebook user says no on <laughs> would we want to have viewers here uh, for this season? It says no. Larry Daniels says no to uh, no to viewers. Uh, he should have that maturity to know CJ was more talented. Um, yeah, I, well, and more experienced. Yes. Um, I think that's one of the things that we can look back on with uh, our two current quarterbacks. Yes. Uh, that they set under and and they set under CJ for two years, one of them for two years, and they were patient. The quarterback is not like running back. You can't plug and play, guys. Right. Especially in an offense that is as intricate as Ryan Day's. Yes. Um, it takes time and development. And that's one of the things I'm I'm worried about this season is I think our we as fans our expectations might be slightly unrealistic here, and thinking that it's we're gonna get another Dwayne Haskins, another C.J. Stroud, another Justin Fields because that's been the last three quarterbacks in a row that we've gotten who in their first season were exceptional. That's not normal. It's not, Eric, but you look, McCord's in his third season. He doesn't have the game reps. But he has been at Ohio State with Ryan Day, with Corey Dennis, with C.J. Stroud, with this group of receivers for the last two seasons. He's taken snaps in practice. Uh, You know, I'm not saying he's going to come out and, and, you know, light the world on fire, but there is an expectation of, Maybe not a Heisman, but a level of, of at least a level of greatness and a level of consistency that I believe should be there. Having been in the system this long, Larry Daniels says not everyone who leaves OSU can be Joe Burrow. This is true. However, however, last argument before we move on to our next topic. That first year of Joe Burrow down in LSU, he struggled a little. Not too different than what we saw with Quinn Ewers. Now, the difference is I believe Joe Burrow had a better coaching staff around him offensively. Well, and I think he had better talent. You look at Jamar Chase, the the wide receiver. You look at the – I can't think of the tight end. He was actually just visited – he just visited uh, the the Bengals this year. He played the first four years of his career with uh, the Raiders. Great tight end, great receivers. You you know, Ewers doesn't have that at Texas. He's got good talent, but he doesn't have a Jamar Chase at wide receiver. That we know of. That we know. Give, let, let's see how the year play plays out there. Not a Texas sure. fan, but I'm just I'm being realistic. No, that's fair. But I do think you're onto something, Chris. If Quinn Ewers falls flat on his face early, it could get ugly there, big time. Uh, they'll they'll be calling for Arch Manning. All right, let's move on to our next topic here. Our, uh, before we go to a uh, real quick one, before we go to commercial break here. All right, so. This should be real fun. Marvin Harrison Jr. and McDonald's, other possible NIL deals. So if you hadn't heard, folks, Marvin Harrison Jr. signed an NIL deal with McDonald's 
um, being a spokesman for the Ronald McDonald House in Columbus, which is a fantastic organization yes. that houses people when they uh, when they have children there at like Nationwide Children's mm -hmm. Hospital, and it's a place for the family to stay. They feed them, and just a great organization, the Ronald McDonald House. And Marvin Harrison Jr. signed a deal with them through the collective, uh, so being paid through the collective for his time volunteering to McDonald's as their spokesman. I think it's a great, great deal. Congratulations to Marvin Harrison. Before we go in into any deal, Chris, your thoughts on Marvin Harrison and McDonald's. I, I think it's fantastic. I, th I think it's great, uh, the deal, and I think it's a great cause. Um, you, you know, I think he's going to bring a lot of attention to uh, Ronald McDonald House, which, you know, like I said, I think is going to be tremendous. Yeah. All right. So other possible NIL deals. I I have a couple written down, Chris, as some ideas that I had. I'll let you give one out real fast. Go for it. Uh, you know, one that popped into my mind, you know, how, how about we revive the Where's the Beef commercial with Wendy's and we bring in Donovan Jackson and Matthew Jones? <laughs> Where's the beef? You know, mine's similar to that. White Castles is a Columbus company. Yep. Uh, they have the sack deal where you can get like a, a sack full. Of, why don't we give the defensive line in White Castles an NIL deal here and we just start uh, uh, throwing them sliders in the sacks? You know what I'm saying? Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, how about this? You know, uh, you're in good hands with Allstate. So let's let's hook up Emeka Buka and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. with the good hands team. What do you think? I like that. That's really good. Now, I think Archie for a long time was the spokesman for Nationwide Insurance. Yeah. Yeah. So that that makes sense there. I, I, that's a that's a good one. Do you remember the game Simon? It was the yes. square thing and it had the different and you'd have it's to different colors. You follow the sequencing. Yes. Cody Simon. Anybody? Nice. I think that would be great. That's a great nil deal. I, I think I think we'd be remiss if we didn't get Cade Stover going to one of these John Deere implements. You know getting the, him into these tractor supply places, or maybe even Bob Evans down on the farm, baby. Come on. I mean, Ooh, yeah, there you go. Bob Evans down on the farm with Kate Stover. Well, we do call him the combine here in this, uh, that that's our, uh, our nickname for him. So, um, if you have any good ideas out there, folks, uh, we will, we want to hear them. So, Oh, I, I got one more here. That's a really go for good it. one. How about we get the defensive line to team up with Born Brothers Waste Services to take out the trash? Nice. You know what? I'm pretty sure that uh, Jason can make that, or uh, uh, Zach can make that happen, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we should be able to make Zach make that happen. That's a that's a good one, Chris, man. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm I'm super stoked for um for what Marvin Harrison is doing doing for the Ronald McDonald House. I think it's fantastic. I want to see more of these. Um, you know, they're not making a ton off of these. They're basically volunteering their time, but they're getting paid through the collective. But it really is benefiting the Ronald McDonald House, which I find absolutely fantastic. So I see that Big Nut is with us. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we will have him with us. Make sure you get all of your comments ready for us, okay? Um, so that are all of your questions for him. So we can have plenty of questions from both Chris, myself, and all of you, the listeners. So hang tight. We'll be right back, everybody. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The OHIO Podcast is brought to you by Mastermind. Mastermind specializes in 360-degree high-definition mobile video mapping, GIS integration, and traffic safety studies. Mastermind cares about traffic safety and keeping you safe on the roadway. Visit Mastermind at OnlineMastermind.com. Oh, uh... Well, All I, right, I guys, to, uh, we are back, and we are with him. Oh, he's got a he's got a nice little hat on there for us right there. <laughs> that is Big Nut, everybody. You, you might not recognize him with all the fa- without all the face paint, but uh, that that is Big Nut, super fan, Big Nut. John, so great to have you with us tonight, my friend. Well, thanks for having me uh, on your show, and uh, it sounds like your podcast has been a great hit in the state of Ohio. Yeah, we're we're growing. We're 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 you know what what we say, John, is we are just Buckeye fans like you who love Ohio State and hate on Michigan. So <laughs> that's who we are. We we're we're, hey, we're actually, just... I'm kind of surprised you said I'm surprised you said that M word. You shouldn't be talking like that. I know. Yeah, we we that that team up north, right? We we uh we we try to avoid <laughs> that go. as much as possible. But uh, very very right. good. All right, let's start here, John. How did John Peters? even become big nut how did that happen all right john there we go hey guys hey Hey. sorry about this uh this reception deal with the phones i don't know it don't look good but hey you know what the buckeye ladies the buckeye ladies are going to play tomorrow for sweet 16 that's right we're we're all we're all lit we're all fans of the of the, the women's team right now they're doing great john i know you've been going to those games so Hey, we have a question from a Facebook user. Let me see if I can sure. find it. Brad Olberding questioned. Uh, let's see here. Let me go back up, see if I can find it. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Okay, so Brad said, I really want to know your story about how you became Big Nut. So let's go back to where we were when we left off last okay. time, John. So well, we started- 99. 1995 at a best dress contest uh, in Fremont at a uh, uh, beat uh, that team up North fundraiser. Uh, and uh, we had a great time with it, but um, I won it over a basket of cookies and everybody knows like the big nut likes to eat. Uh, but before that first lady used to call me a big nut uh, watching the games on TV and throwing a foam brick at the TV. And she says, quit acting like a big nut. And that's kind of how it stuck. And, Beautiful. Uh, but you know what though? The name Big Nut is exemplified in the Buckeye Nation with everybody. I think we're all a big nut about Ohio State. Um, you know, that's just the way the Buckeyes are. We love our team. We support our team. Uh, win, lose, or draw. And, uh, you know, Scarlet and Gray is all the way. That's it. That's it. John, how do you get the beautiful tickets that you get, my man? Well, we have season tickets uh, through the Buckeye Club. Uh, we have an endowment at the university through the President's Club. Uh, we've, we were on a waiting list for a, uh, probably 10 years, and we finally got tickets to the Buckeye Club 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, through uh, over the years, we just keep upgrading our, our seat location based on your donations to the Buckeye Club. And, uh, you know, you still have to buy your tickets. They're, they're not free. Everybody thinks the big net just walks in, sits wherever he wants, and that's just not the way it works. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I, I, I've, I've heard that. Uh, big nut, how many pictures do you think you've taken with fans over the years? You know what? Uh, each picture is a blessing and honor to me, guys. Um, I'm just a, a fat guy with face paint. Um, I'm just a blue-collar worker that works at Whirlpool in Clyde, Ohio. 
Uh, but you know, if I can put a smile on someone's face to me, it's made my day and, and I know it makes their day. And, uh, that's priceless to me because in today's times, it's important to put smiles on people's faces with all the bad things going on in the world. Larry Daniels wanted to know who your favorite Buckeye all time is. Ooh, I tell you, um, well, you know, obviously, uh, you know, if you don't say Chris Spielman, you're a bad person because it just doesn't make sense not to say Chris Spielman. I love Chris Spielman, <laughs> uh, Chris Carter. Uh, but there was just so many. I mean, it's really unfair to name one or two people when there's just so many great ones that you enjoy. Uh, you know, uh, Craig Krenzel. I enjoy Craig Krenzel. It's not always the five-star athlete that you really get drawn to. It's the ones that are, you know, they're um, they're overachievers because they – they work so hard, and and they're just uh, just an average athlete, but they go above and beyond, and they outsmart people like Craig Krenzel did. You know, uh, there was other quarterbacks that were more gifted, but uh, he would go down as one of my greatest quarterbacks of all time. Of course, Cornelius Green's a good friend of mine, uh, along with Archie. Archie's a great uh, a good friend of mine, and uh, you know, just to get to know these players uh, and appreciate what they do, not on the field, but also what they do off the field. And it's about paying forward, as Woody Hayes always talked about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I gotta, I, I gotta ask you this one: what, what was as, as Big Nut? What is one of your favorite moments? Doesn't necessarily have to be a football related or, or an Ohio State related, but what's one of your favorite moments you have gotten to be a part of as Big Nut? Um, boy, that that's a tough call because I've I've been you know probably. I had a chance to go out to Los Angeles and do a commercial for ESPN, uh, you know, kind of representing the Buckeyes as the big nut. And uh, that was a blast. That was a fun, great time. They, they treated us with royalty. Um, but just um, just the fact of going to the award ceremonies for high school kids to present them a scholarship. And when we come down to the university once a year and uh, at our endowment uh, dinner, uh, you know, and, and talk to the students that receive our big nut scholarship uh, uh award through the university through the endowment um that that's what's special to me i'm trying to make an impact on people's lives away from the athletics to um you know so that way they become a buckeye graduate which i'm not uh and and to this day that, that i'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer uh you know i'm just a a guy that loves ohio state the university everything about ohio state not just football and basketball but uh, to get a college degree, to me, that's that's a priceless moment for these these kids. Uh, Paul Buckeye says that we appreciate you, Big Nut, representing Buckeye Nation. So, Paul Buckeye repres uh, appreciates you representing uh, our fan base, Paul or John. Thank you. Well, for thank you, Paul. I appreciate I appreciate the kindness and the Buckeye love. Uh, listen, um, as Christians, we have a responsibility to do the right thing out there in this world. And as Buckeye fans, we all, not just the big nut and not just you or me, but everybody in the Buckeye Nation has the responsibilities of holding themselves in a great high standard uh, to other other uh, college teams and other fans because we have to show that we're first class. I agree with that. I, absolutely. Chris, you got a question you want to – for? I've, for I've actually got a couple. I've got one, and Eric, i got to slide in the question for my wife. But, okay. okay. Uh, the the, oh, the first one, though – uh, you know, you get the opportunity to go, you travel around, you, you go to a lot of the, the away games, not just the home games. You've said you love to eat. So what is Big Nuts' favorite tailgate food and your favorite spot to tailgate not in Columbus? Hmm. Well, um, there's, uh, there's a couple of places out in Iowa I like to go to. Uh, I know there's a couple of Mexican restaurants in Pasadena that we go to uh, when we're out in California. Um, of course, uh, in Florida, Florida's a, there's some great places down there as well, some seafood places we go to. It, you know, that, that's a tough call. I like barbecue, but I, lo I love barbecued ribs and, and, and coney dogs. I never say the word chili dog. I always say coney dog because I don't yeah. believe in chili. Chili beans should never be in coney sauce. <laughs> okay. So... so <laughs> Donuts. I love donuts. We're going to Mary's. We're going to Mary's Donuts over West Lafayette this fall. We're going to check that place out for sure. Uh, we'd like to go to Triple X in West Lafayette for the 
all-purpose Ellison burger with the peanut butter on top of it. It's it's amazing, uh, along with uh, Bruno's Pizza in West Lafayette. Uh, there's just so many good places. Chris, I just at this point, wherever he goes, when we go on a road trip, we're following him. Yes, absolutely, because we need that food, Eric. Yeah, my diabetes. Well, I have, <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys are having me on again some other time. Um, and like I say, I, I apologize for the complications with this uh, phone. That's okay. We will we will make a way. We will do something live with uh, uh, when we're when we're down at uh, the game with you. All right. So what about this, Chris? We heard on I guess it was Friday that Notre Dame <laughs> has decided to go green. green. And I don't mean by that that they're going to start recycling everything. The big game in South Bend, Indiana, they're going to be wearing their alternate green jerseys for when the Buckeyes roll into town. What's your thoughts on that, Chris? Somebody better call PETA because we're going to be stomping some frogs. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> some frogs? Oh, you mean leprechauns? No, no, they look more like frogs than those green things. They aren't the... They aren't the deep dark green of the of the leprechaun coat. No, it's it's this bright, oh, just hideous green. I don't know. I kind of like them a little bit. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Uh, I mean, the, the green with the navy numbers is just. I don't know. I just don't feel it. No. no. Should we? What would what would you think though, if we were allowed to wear our scarlet as a contrast to that? Look like a daggone Christmas tree on the field. Should be played in December rather than uh, September. I'll tell you what, the Big Ten would have the the stones to do that, Eric. We're not the SEC. We can take a tough game in September in December, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll tell you, it'd, it'd be great to see. But you know what? I, I I think it's great having it in September as early as it is. That way, those who can make the trip to South Bend don't have to worry about fighting the weather up there. Yeah. Um. What are your what's your thoughts about alternate jersey colors? Like, are you big into that, or are I'm you more a of a traditional fan. guy? Now, now let, me, now, let me tell you this way, Eric. As a fan, I'm not a huge, huge supporter of it. But as someone who sells jerseys, <laughs> I absolutely love it. Truth. There you go. There you go. Uh, so I, I bet you do, man. Um, you know, I our alternate jerseys are interesting, though. You know it. They are. They are. They're. Uh, they're. Different. I love the all scarlet. I really do. You know, as long as we aren't doing the ones that were the stripy. Oh, those were hideous. All right. So what about this, Chris? We heard on I guess it was Friday that Notre Dame. <laughs> has decided to go green. green. And I don't mean by that that they're going to start recycling everything. The big game in South Bend, Indiana, they're going to be wearing their alternate green jerseys for when the Buckeyes roll into town. What's your thoughts on that, Chris? Somebody better call PETA because we're going to be stomping some frogs. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> some frogs? Oh, you mean leprechauns? No, no, they look more like frogs than those green things. They aren't the, they aren't the deep dark green of the of the leprechaun coat. No, it's, it's this bright, oh, just hideous green. I don't know. I kind of like them a little bit. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Uh, I they're, mean, they're, the, the green with the navy numbers is just, I don't know. I just don't feel it. No. no. Should we? What would what would you think though, if we were allowed to wear our scarlet as a contrast to that? Look like a daggone Christmas tree on the field. <laughs> Should be played in December rather than uh, September. I'll tell you what, the Big Ten would have the the stones to do that, Eric. We're not the SEC. We can take a tough game in September or in December, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll tell you, it'd, it'd be great to see. But you know what, I, I I think it's great having it in September as early as it is. That way, those who can make the trip to South Bend don't have to worry about fighting the weather up there. Yeah. Um, what are your What's your thoughts about alternate jersey colors? Like, are you big into that, or are I'm you more a of a traditional fan. guy? Now, now, let me, let, now, let me tell you this way, Eric. 
as a fan, I'm not a huge, huge supporter of it. But as someone who sells jerseys, I absolutely love it. Truth. There you go. There you go. Uh, so I, I bet you do, man. Um, you know, I our alternate jerseys are interesting, though. You know it. They are. They are. They're. Uh, they're. Different. I love the all scarlet. I really do. You know, as long as we aren't doing the ones that were the stripy. Oh, those were hideous. Brad Oberding says he loves. I love it that uh, they're wearing green. I'm sure it'll be a night game. Yeah, I, I'm with you, uh, Brad. I think it will be too. Uh, Paul Buckeye says that he loves the scarlet jersey with gray letters and the helmet with the fat red stripe and green Buckeye leaf. So he's traditional. Yep. The 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 now the big Buckeye leaf back when like Archie played. Yeah. Those were those were yeah. Look those up if you have never seen those guys. Those were interesting as well. So, all right, man, Chris, we're going to try, uh, if anybody else has got any other questions, man, I'm looking forward to the Notre Dame game. I, I really am. Uh, I wrote about it, uh, for Scarlet and gray this past, uh, Scarlet and game this past week about how that the only two days that are acceptable for a Ohio state fan to wear green, uh, are on St. Patrick's day. And when they play that team up North. <laughs> Those are the only yep. two times when it's acceptable for Buckeye fans to shed their scarlet and gray and put on green. Um, but I'm looking forward to the game against Notre Dame. And, you know, I think it's because we have a lot of people around here in central yes. Ohio who are Notre Dame fans. And so you have a lot of team up North fans here, but to have that, that contrast of other people who are here, that you can kind of tussle with back and forth. I well, kind of love that. Chris. Not just here, but Northeast Ohio. You know, my, my ex-wife's family, I love nothing more than, I used to love nothing more than to antagonize them because they were all huge Notre Dame fans, uh, you know. But I, I think it's going to be a great game. And I love the history of the two programs. I think the tradition of these two programs is what makes it great. And college football is better when you've got a good Notre Dame. I'm looking forward to the Notre Dame game. I really am. Uh, I wrote about it uh, for Scarlet and Gray this past uh, Scarlet and Game this past week about how that the only two days that are acceptable for a Ohio State fan to wear green uh, are on St. Patrick's Day and when they play that team up north. <laughs> Those are the only yep. two times when it's acceptable for Buckeye fans to shed their Scarlet and Gray and put on green. Um, but I'm looking forward to the game against Notre Dame and. You know, I think it's because we have a lot of people around here in central yes. Ohio who are Notre Dame fans. And so you have a lot of team up north fans here, but to have that that contrast of other people who are here that you can kind of tussle with back and forth. I well, kind of well, love that. Chris. Not just here, but northeast Ohio, you know. My my ex-wife's family, I love nothing more than I used to love nothing more than to antagonize them because they were all huge Notre Dame fans. Uh, you know, but I, I think it's going to be a great game. And I love the history of the two programs. I think the tradition of these two programs is what makes it great. And college football is better when you've got a good Notre Dame, a good Ohio State, a good team up north. Uh, you, you know, when those three teams are relevant, it is huge for the, the state of college football. USC is another one you could throw into that category. When there's a good USC, uh, you know. Obviously, you know, everybody talks about the SEC teams. You know, yeah, it's good to have a good Bama team and a good Georgia team. And it's nice every now and then when someone like LSU or or um, uh, like Tennessee steps up. But you know what? For me, I think that when Notre Dame, that team up north, and Ohio State are all relevant top 10 programs, just the state of college football in general, is much, much better. So that's one of the reasons that I'm looking forward to this is we've got a time, we are at that time again in history, Eric, when these three teams seem to be getting on the right path mm -hmm. at the right time together. And that just means great things for college football and the tradition between uh, you know teams like Ohio State and Notre Dame, Ohio State and that team up north, that team up north and Notre Dame. 
I yeah. think is just tremendous. Marcus Freeman being a head coach over there, you know, we 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 really ragged on him a year ago when he made the comments about, you know, not making the same mistake twice when he took that over. And then the comments about going to class, which was really throwing shade at Ohio State fans at the time. And of course, he backtracked on that and said, that's not really what I meant. And but we know exactly that that's exactly what he meant. And then he came on the radio program in Columbus yes. uh, and with Bobby Carpenter, and he tried to explain himself to Ohio State fans. I think it's too late for that, dude. Like Marcus Freeman, I know that you're a former Buckeye. I know that you're uh, you, you'll bleed scarlet and gray to the day you die. I get it. But, dude, you know, own it, man. You're the head coach of Notre Dame. Own it. Be that guy. Yeah. Why and, not? And two things. One, there's that old saying, don't bite the hand that feeds you. And really, Ohio State fed him for a long time. But the other thing is, you, you look at, and I'm going to change sports here, you look at baseball and the steroid scandal. You know, A-Rod came out basically smelling like roses at the end of that, uh, Alex Rodriguez. And why was that? Because he said, yep, I did it. I was, mm -hmm. I, I was trying to rehab, trying to rehab quicker, and I did it. Yeah. If and he, lean, if he leans into that rivalry, him. like, like I'm no longer a Buckeye, I'm a, I'm a Irish yeah. and I'm, and he leans into that. It's going to actually help his team. It will. But, it's going to help his team, but it's going to take his cue down in Columbus even more. <laughs> oh, but if you're going to be that guy, why not Own lean it. into yes. that? Own, Own it. it. I mean, that's at this point, you're kind of being hypocritical in a way, in my opinion. But, you know, that's it. That's just my opinion. But uh, I love it. I love this rivalry. I, I hope, I hope Notre Dame joins the Big Ten. Oh, I would love nothing more than that. We will be back live again next Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Don't want to miss it, man. Jamal Luke going to be with us. Uh, looking forward to that. And we'll have a whole nother week of spring practice to talk about, Chris. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Be on the lookout on our YouTube channel. We're, we might have some new videos that we, we don't pull from this show tonight for you all this week. So be on the look for that as well. Yes, Chris, before we go. We'll Real quick before time. we go, are we going to post an online to give away another set of tickets this week? Since we did not come up with anything. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll come up with something, actually. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do that. Um, so maybe we can do something like that. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Thank you so much again for being in. Remember, be kind to one another. I owe, some, I owe someone's OH and sing Carmen, Ohio with all your heart. And until next time, OH! I owe! Go Bucks! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.